Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, U.S. health officials call for a surge in funding and support for hospitals in the wake of cyber attacks that diverted ambulances. And we're going to cover that today. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right. Hey, one last thing. Share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on the topics that are relevant to you in the industry. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Here's a story. Drex just sent this to me just minutes ago before I was getting ready to record another show about something else. And I thought this is actually much more important. So this is uh, CNN Politics. U.S. health officials call for surge in funding and support for hospitals in the wake of cyber attacks that diverted ambulances. Let's see. Let's go down to the article. Here's some excerpts. After a spate of cyber attacks that diverted ambulances from U.S. hospitals, the Department of Health and Human Services has unveiled plans to ramp up federal funding for ill-protected rural hospitals and impose stricter fines for lax security at healthcare providers. The new HHS plan shared exclusively with CNN on Wednesday is a recognition that the status quo of hacks regularly disrupting healthcare in America is untenable and that federal officials and hospital executives need to do much more to combat the problem. This is a really urgent threat. HHS Deputy Secretary Andrea Palm told CNN, adding, that there are rural hospitals and other cash-strapped facilities that really need help investing in technology and security practices to help them keep up against the threats that are out there. The release of the plan comes after a Thanksgiving Day ransomware attack on healthcare conglomerate Ardent Health Services forced hospitals from New Jersey to New Mexico to divert ambulances from emergency rooms. In the last nine months alone, other cyber attacks have resulted in ambulances being diverted from hospitals in Connecticut, Florida, Idaho, and Pennsylvania. The HHS plan focuses on getting more money and training two hospitals that still need to implement basic cybersecurity protections to keep hackers out of their systems. The department also says it's willing to use a number of authorities, including imposing monetary fines to both force and encourage healthcare organizations to better secure their systems. Key federal programs like Medicare and Medicaid will be used as vehicles. Wow. Interesting. But many important details have yet to be ironed out. As you would imagine, the urgency of the HHS comes from the fact that cyber attacks can threaten patient safety. Experts say that lack of money and expertise to deal with cyber attacks is an acute problem from small healthcare providers across the country. Many of the small health clinics don't have dedicated cybersecurity person on staff. Of the 16 sectors that the federal government has designated critical infrastructure, the health sector has been most disrupted by ransomware, not a surprise. Sometimes hospitals never recover from hacking incidents, and we have examples of that. We've talked about this year on the show. Historically, federal policies 
to deal with the problem have failed to keep pace with these growing harms and therefore material, not incremental changes are necessitated to preserve the trust and safety of the public. Let's see, software quality is still, wow, they use a curse word in here. So until we get people to write and deploy better code, we are still building critical infrastructure on Swiss cheese, a US official who has long worked on healthcare cybersecurity policy told CNN. The officials spoke on the condition of anonymity. That's why they can use a curse word. There you go. Interesting. All right, so what's the so what on this? This is the precursor for what I believe is going to be a significant amount of funding that is gonna come from the federal government to health systems. Now it's gonna to go to health systems in need first, and therefore we're identifying the smaller systems, the federally qualified health clinics, the rural health care systems, the one, two hospital type systems. I'm not sure this would have uh, impacted Arden, maybe it would have, but they're going to essentially identify a uh, set of health systems that they could invest some funding in that they can put some, which by the way, the federal government has a fair amount of things already in place around what is required to secure these platforms. Like you can go out and download these different frameworks and models. The problem at some of these smaller systems is there's no one to download the frameworks. There's no one to implement it. And then the, the reality is that if they don't even have that basic level, you can imagine when it comes to resiliency and recovery, how minimal the amount of work that has been done around that. That's why a an event on a rural system or a smaller system could potentially just close the doors of that health system, which is providing critical services to that community. So this follows the New York plan, and New York plan is a little bit more broad than this, but the New York plan that is currently being worked out and moved into law, which is going to free up about $500 million going into the cyberspace in the New York state. I, as after I read that, my so what on that is that we will see other states follow suit. We will see the, we'll see California follow suit and, and potentially some other large states follow suit on that one. And the states that don't, I think we will see federal action. And this is the start of that federal action, which I think is going to start again with the, the systems of need. And I think it's going to get broader than that. And I think it's going to be MU kind of money. So I think there will be a significant amount of money flowing into healthcare cybersecurity practices and uh, enhancing those practices over the next couple of years. And it will be flowing out of the federal government and the state government. And it's necessary. This is the kind of infrastructure, if our roads were in the kind of shape that our uh, cybersecurity was in health systems, we would deem that a, an emergency and we would start funding it almost immediately. There are, it's beyond potholes. There are roads that, uh, there are bridges that are out and there are roads that aren't even drivable anymore. It's that kind of level of infrastructure that needs to be rebuilt. And it, because it's cyber, you don't see it and you don't feel it until your ambulance gets diverted. And so that's what's going on. All right, we will keep an eye on this one, see how it progresses. That's all for today. Don't forget, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. And we want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. They are SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Great companies. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.